This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am J-Dog, and joining me right now is a true Renaissance man, in addition to being an advocate for wellness, advocate for education. He's also an entrepreneur and an author. He's also a swell dancer and a neat dresser. He's Eddie Popowski's number one fan. He's a doting grandfather, a loving husband, a fantastic father. Also, the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, he is the longest-running host on the Pulse of New Hampshire with curly hair. He is Mr. Tom Raffio. Tom, how are you today? Thank you, Jay, and sorry for my voice. I just have a little laryngitis, but um, I'm taking you everywhere I go when I'm out in the community with that introduction. <laughs> and since you mentioned two things, road racing um, and my real business, which is oral health, we've had a number of uh, road races this winter, snow or go, snowshoe races, we had a recent race that raised money for Granite State, dog recovery, thousands of dollars. And essentially, they were really helpful in finding one of our black shepherds that had escaped for six days last year, about this time in the coldest weather. So um, in any event, thanks for referencing that. And this show has really afforded me a great opportunity to highlight uh, community organizations that are absolutely terrific. And so joining me today is Cindy Stewart who is the Interim Development Director at Waypoint, New Hampshire. Cindy, thank you for joining me today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Tom. Thank you for the invitation to join you. Good. And and, and just so you know, I mean, um, I go back to uh, when it was, you know, when, when it had the Child and Family Services, mm -hmm. Norman Fletcher and Mike, the, one of the, the prior CEOs, and people probably don't realize how long Waypoint has been established. So why don't you... Before we get into Waypoint specifically, tell the listeners about yourself. One of the pieces oh. of feedback that I get is a listening audience always wants to know, you know, the background of the leaders that I have on the show and how they got to this position. So, so take your time and uh, save my voice and tell us about yourself. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to do that. Um, thank you. I'm humbled that you asked me to do that. Um, again, my name is Cindy Stewart. I am a longtime development professional. Um, I have served a broad cross-section of nonprofits in the state of New Hampshire for almost 30 years, primarily in the, north or the southwest corner of the state. I moved from Keene to Manchester five years ago. Um, my background includes healthcare, serving Cheshire Medical Center, uh, the arts, serving the Colonial Theater, higher education, serving uh, Antioch University, New England, uh, public media, serving most recently New Hampshire Public Radio, and all kinds of community development and economic development. Um, I found myself in this very fortuitous situation where I had taken a sabbatical from work after a very challenging year with um, my my father's declining health and his subsequent passing. I'm and sorry to hear that. Sir. Thank you. Thank you. And I just needed to do a reset emotionally and, and um, spiritually and physically. I was worn out. And there was a gap um, in the development leadership here at Waypoint. And I was available and Borja uh, Alvarez de Toledo, who is the CEO of Waypoint, we connected and I said, I would be incredibly honored and thrilled to jump right in and do what I can 
bring my experience, bring uh, a level of expertise and, and, and a lot of enthusiasm to the development effort of Waypoint. And I've been thrilled to death to be able to do that. I have a big smile on my face because you went through the whole realm of uh, all of the nonprofit sectors that we support, you know, arts, healthcare, you know, healthcare, education, yeah. um, none of those, and you, and you know this being a professional in this area, none of those uh, areas are easy to raise funds for. No. I mean, particularly no. now with, uh, you know, food insecurity and homelessness and I know when I do fundraising, for example, for the New Hampshire Business Committee for the Arts, I sometimes get, well, this year we're going to be focusing on food insecurity. And so how can you, you know, respond to that? Although we all know that without arts, there's no civility. So it's all important, but obviously, you know, companies have to uh, prioritize and individual benefactors have to prioritize. So when you, and I smile because you, you hit every sector. But but moving to Waypoint um, probably gives you, I'm, I'm making an assumption here, so correct me, probably gives you a more compelling theme when you do have the fundraise. I, I think that could be right. Um, I, I consider myself extremely blessed and fortunate that I have always been in a position where my heart, is I mean I'm just as genuine as could be in in representing the nonprofits that I've had the privilege to represent, and here we come here I come to Waypoint and it's interesting because my husband and I are are staunch supporters of the mission. We have been for a while. When you take a step back and you realize the impact that this very special nonprofit has on the on the not only just the community but on the entire state of New Hampshire and you mentioned the longevity of the organization I mean Waypoint is 174 years old uh, formerly child and family services starting off way back in 1850 uh, as a charity organization focused on the well-being of kids uh, and just taking a few iterations along the the, the decades, when people stop and they understand the importance of having a, a social service organization that cares about people who need a hand up at various points of their lives, regardless of the circumstances, through no fault of their own, um, it, it really is a privilege to be able to represent the organization. And I, the, the longer I'm here, the, the more I realize that I work with everyday heroes that give of themselves unselfishly and really see, see the success um, play out by virtue of just being with people along the way of what their journey requires in any given moment. Um, probably for me personally, the you know it's hard for me to pick one area of our programming. I mean, we've got, um, gosh, we've got early childhood and family support. We've got family preservation and strengthening. We've got home care for older adults and for adults with disabilities. We've got advocacy. But the one area that really speaks to me as a mom and a grandma is the services that we provide for young people, youth and young adults who are experiencing homelessness. It, it just, 
it, it is stunning to say these facts out loud, but in the state of New Hampshire, we expect at least 15,000 young people between the ages of 12 and 25 to be to experience homelessness this year, this year, 15,000. And when you look at Manchester, the state's largest city, and you say, well, that number is going to be about 700. And you realize that these kids, through no fault of their own, whether it's instability in their home, whether it's, you know, growing up with addiction and parents who are addicted, whether it's poverty, whether it's um, any of those circumstances, these young people, oh, the biggest reason they fought, they cycle out of the foster care system at 18 years old, they're considered adults. And having raised four kids myself, the 18 year old number doesn't mean a whole lot when it comes to facing what the real world challenges are. Um, I'm very impressed and very so, so in admiration of my colleagues who go out way out to to address those issues. I, I think what's really wonderful is that the director, Erin um, George Kelly, she and I, when we were first having conversations about the, the initiatives to supporting um, youth and young adults experiencing homelessness, she said, you know what? We believe fervently that youth homelessness will be solved. We will solve that issue. And she said, I want people to know more than anything that there is hope and we're not going to give up hope. We're going to make sure that services are available when there's an emergency. And unfortunately, kids find themselves in emergent situations. We're going to have the resources in place so that homelessness is brief. And we're going to break the cycles and provide the, the supports that young people need so that they don't become adults with chronic homelessness in their lives. I just find that so motivating and so inspiring to know that an organization is willing to do that for an entire population that we don't often see the, the kids who are homeless because they're how, um, couch surfing or they're sleeping in their cars or they're, you know, they're doing their best just to survive. We don't see them, but they're there and they're here in New Hampshire and Waypoint is doing all it can, all it can with community partners and um, opportunities to, to provide the support system to, to break that cycle. So after the break, we're going to be talking about the sleep out as yep. one way, uh, as one way to raise consciousness. But, but I like the way you summarized um, the services of Waypoint: early childhood, family support, family present preservation, homeless youth services, in senior independent living, and how blessed Jay wouldn't you say that Waypoint in New Hampshire is to have Cindy on on this on this initiative, right? Incredibly blessed for sure, Tom, because, you know, as we, you know, we live in a big country and a, a lot of states, they don't have services that are, are, are this, that care like this. So this is very vital for sure. Cindy Stewart is the interim development director, Waypoint, New Hampshire. Go to waypointnh.org or call 800-640-6486. Again, the number is 800-640-6486. 
6486. When we return from Northeast Delta Dental Radio and take a break, we'll talk about Sleep Out 2024. This is Northeast Delta Dental Radio here on the Pulse of New Hampshire. We're back. I'm Jay Dog, alongside President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, Tom Raffio. And it's Northeast Delta Dental Radio, Cindy Stewart, Waypoint NH. She's the Interim Development Director. And waypointnh.org is the website. And we're going to now talk about all the, we've talk, been talking about the great services, but now we're going to talk about Sleep Out 2024. It's coming up in March. Thanks, Jay. And Cindy, before we get into the Sleep Out, let's just, uh, you know, level set the audience. So, um, one, um, what are your sources of funding? I always, I always get the question. I know United Way is part of it. Mm-hmm. And then why don't you answer those questions and how uh, the audience could be helpful and whether you have resources at a corporation or whether you're an individual benefactor. And I'll ask one more question and then we'll get into the sleep up. Sure, sure. Well, as a nonprofit, we we accept donations. You know, we are a philanthropy and and we appreciate uh, funds that come through contributions. we also have a number of contracts that um, that we serve. I can't I can't really go into a whole lot of detail of that just because I that's not really my part of the business um, the business model. But we do have contracts as far as philanthropic philanthropic dollars. We do have um, individual donors. We have corporate donors. We've got foundations. We've got an incredibly robust grant writing system here. Uh, my colleagues who do write and um, steward the grants, they do a really good job of providing, you know, just data and information of how how grant dollars do make a difference um, to the organization. And that's, that's a big part of our fundraising model. Um, it, it's interesting too, because I feel, well, I'm seeing firsthand through organizing Sleep Out this year, Sleep Out 2024, that groups are really rallying around how do we support. Um, I see this with corporate corporations, and I see this with schools. Um, I see it with businesses. I had a great end-of-the-year gift come in. Um, a donor called me, a small business owner over in, in Raymond, and he raised some money through his organization. And he said, I, I just feel very strongly about the family supports that you provide. And here you go. And I was able to, he, he held us, he had a store and he said, I was able to get the people who frequent my store to understand that this was important to me. And together we learned a little bit more. You know, and we, and together we pulled our funds and here you go. So that, that kind of, long-term um, support from donors and just really caring and, and interested uh, community members makes a difference. Great. Before we get to the sleep out specifically, how how do you um, differentiate Waypoint from, let's say, other um, local organizations that are doing good work on homelessness or food insecurity or early learning, but maybe more regional, local, I assume one way, of course, is that it's statewide, but I mean, with so many organizations out there trying to help, um, do you sometimes um, have to differentiate yourself from other organizations? 
Well, I think that's true for any of the nonprofits in the state. Um, I, having come from the southwest corner and, and that broad uh, philanthropic background that I have, you know, the first and the first and foremost important thing a donor has to consider is what speaks to their heart. What what is an issue? What is a what is an organization? Who is the target audience that is that is being served by the work of this nonprofit? And I, listening to that individual calling is not going to serve a you know not it's not going to mislead anybody. Um, you are absolutely right. There are a number of nonprofit organizations doing incredible work. And I think, you know, Waypoint is very proud of the fact that we do we do try to collaborate and we do try to have partnerships at various levels. Again, you said it too, this is a statewide organization. Um, it's very important to just kind of, in my mind, take that high view. You know, how, how far is the donation dollar going to go? And what kind of impact long term is it going to have? I think those are important questions that, that any donor or any any contributor needs to ask themselves. And, you know, when I listen to your amazing CEO at different events, I obviously, yeah. you know, it can express that vision. So let's get right at it. The sleep. Box. Where is it? When is it? And how can individuals help out? Absolutely. So sleep out 2024 is scheduled for March 29th. It's a big deal this year. And I, I just want to underscore that as much as I possibly can. This is the 10th anniversary of Sleep Out. Now, COVID interrupted the in-person sleep outs for a couple of years. But we're coming back with, with just so much excitement and so much enthusiasm. We are actually sleeping out in person at three different locations manchester downtown um right outside of the double tree hotel concord at the waypoint office on north state street and in rochester on wallace street and the reason those three sites are so important is because those are the sites of our youth resource centers uh, we, we, that is the number one way that we reach out to the young people that are experiencing homelessness. We have an opportunity in those three cities that have, you know, pretty high, uh, unacceptably high numbers of youth exper experiencing homelessness. Um, those three resource centers are there, Manchester, Concord, Rochester. We also have the first, the state's first emergency overnight youth shelter here in Manchester on Hanover Street. Um, we also encourage people to sleep out virtually uh, if they have a location of their choosing. The whole idea is not, well, let me tell you what sleep out is. Sleep out is an opportunity for people to stand in solidarity with youth and young people experiencing homelessness. We are sleeping outside. We are together. We are drawing attention and awareness to the issue of youth and young adult homelessness in this state. That is what sleep out is. It is not a party. It is not a rally. It is not any kind of opportunity to feel what it's like to be homeless. That is not what it is. We stand with our young people and that's really what we want this state to understand. Now, 
The model is based on a peer-to-peer -peer fundraising. I'm sure, Tom, you're familiar with that, where um, a person signs up to sleep out and then they do their own fundraising. Uh, we have teams sign up with groups of sleepers within their team, and each one of them does their own fundraising effort. And all the funds pool to support our, our youth and young adult homeless homelessness initiatives. So right now, if anybody's interested, they can go to our website, waypointnewhampshirewaypointnh.org. It'll take you right to the information page. And if you choose to be a sleeper, you can register. If you choose to support a sleeper, you can find that sleeper or the team and make a donation to that individuals or that, that group's cause. You can be a corporate sponsor. Of course, we, we really want to, and we already have longstanding corporate support, in, including Northeast Delta Dental. So thank you very much. Um, and you can just make a direct donation. I mean, you can do that. The, this landing page will take you to those options and you can decide for yourself how you want to be involved. As I mentioned before, we've got corporations that have corporate teams. We've got schools. We've got um, uh, families. I have I, I, I have um, I had a conversation on Friday, Friday with someone whose daughter he signed up to be a sleeper. His daughter will be a part of his team. His daughter's three best friends will be a part of the team. And that's how we get the awareness piece built. Um, it will be pretty remarkable to, to pull this off at three different sites. And I'm very excited to see us do that. Three different sites. That's, that's amazing. Um, you have approximately, you're estimating about 15,000 youth and young adults will experience homelessness this year. So uh, I think people, um, even here in Concord, you can kind of see that visually. Yeah. Um, by the way, I drive by the Waypoint office in Concord almost daily on my way to work. So I always, yeah. uh, I was thinking about that when we were, were preparing. So the website is waypointnh.org. You can become a, a corporate sponsor. You can be an individual donator. You can, you can help support um, a sleeper. Mm -hmm. So as we wrap up, um, since you're somewhat still new, has anything surprised you um, besides the level of homelessness um, as you've uh, explored your position? That's such a great question. Um, I think I think what has surprised me the very most, um, being new, is just the far reach that Waypoint has. Um, I, I guess it's the organization that I always took for granted that was going to take care of um, some of the most vulnerable citizens of our state, but I never really put two and two together until kind of on the inside now and just seeing you know the, the very broad reach that Waypoint has in the state. Yeah, how, how encompassing and impactful yeah. it is. And, uh, yeah. and again, yeah. I dated back to when it was called Child and Family Services. And, you know, it's, you know, amazing. So, Jay, why don't you give out the website and we'll uh, call it a wrap and remind Absolutely. people about uh, Sleep Out. <clears throat> Thank you, Tom. Okay. As I said, Cindy Stewart is the Interim Development Director at Waypoint, New Hampshire, Waypoint NH. You can go to waypointnh.org. 
Tons of great information there. The sleep out is going to be on March 29th, Manchester, Concord, Rochester. So go on the website, waypointnh.org. The number to call, 800-640-6486. The number again, 800-640-6486. Another edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio is over. We'll have another edition next time here on the Pulse of New Hampshire for Cindy Stewart of Waypoint, New Hampshire, as well as Tom Raffio, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. I'm J-Dog. We'll be back next time here on the Pulse of New Hampshire.